Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to Kingdom Come Ministries. And in today's episode, I'm going to be talking about the events of the rapture and the great tribulation and explaining to you that we are indeed pre-tribulation, not post-tribulation or whatever the one that it's called when we're it's like in the middle. But I'm going to be going over that in today's episode. So let's go ahead and begin. Now, for those who are new to the Christian faith, maybe wondering, well, what is the rapture? The rapture is an event where Lord Jesus Christ will appear in the air the trumpet will sound and all believers will be taken to heaven. And those who have died since the resurrection of Christ will raise from the dead and receive their brand new resurrected bodies. And those that are alive will be changed in the twinkling of an eye. And we will receive our new glorified bodies. And we shall be taken to heaven where we shall worship the Lord. Now, we can find, we can find this description in 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. For it reads, For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and shall and remain shall be caught up together with the Lord with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore comfort one another with these words. So following after the rapture is a short transition period. This is where the Antichrist will rise up and sign a seven-year treaty with many nations concerning the city of Jerusalem. This signing of the document starts the seven-year tribulation, and you, we can find this in Daniel chapter 9, verse 27. For it reads, And he shall confirm the covenant with many for, many for one week, and in the midst of the week he shall cause a sacrifice and the oblation to cease. And for the overspreading of abominations he shall make it desolate. Even until the consummation and that determined shall be poured from upon the desolate. Now, I'm going to go ahead and clarify this. We as true believers in Christ will not see the great tribulation. So, and I'm going to go. I'm going to give you the biblical evidence as to why that may be. Now, where we can find these in First Thessalonians chapter one, verses nine through ten, and it says. For they themselves shew us the manner of entering in we had unto you. And now ye turn to God from idols to serve the living and true God, and to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he had raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered from the wrath to come. Notice how it says, which delivered from the wrath to come. That's talking about the great tribulation. Now, for those who still aren't convinced, and are like, no, that's, that's not what I mean. Th this is what it means. Well, let me stop you right there. For Revelation chapter 3 verse 10 should clear any and all doubt. Because it says, Because thou hast kept the word of my patience, I will also keep thee from the hour of temptation, which shall come upon all the world to try them that dwell upon the earth. That indeed itself is the great tribulation that is to which to come. You see, we as the church are the bride of Christ. Now, Let's go over in some in-depth notes as to why we are indeed pre-tribulation. And I will also be going over with you logically as to why uh, post-tribulation or whatever the one that is in the middle does not make sense. So, first off, if we go back to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16 through 18, notice how it says, we will meet the Lord in the air. So, we know from that, from that scripture itself that Jesus Christ's feet will not touch the ground. We will meet him in the air. 
for he warned us of the false Christ that are to rise up. Now, from what I've heard recently, the one that was in Russia deceiving many people was were arrested by the Russian special forces, something like that. But that's besides the point. See, these false Christ, you know, are what's what's people what he called wolves in sheep's clothing. He's leading many astray. For as you and I know, the true Lord in Jesus Christ is in heaven, seated at the right hand in the power of God. Now, when he returns, his feet will not touch the ground. We shall meet him in the air. Now, let's talk a little bit about the mark of the beast. Now, this is what has many Christians shaken in their boots or shoes, whatever the case. I mean, <laughs> but still, let's continue. Now, the mark of the beast, well, we technically do not know what it is. Some say it's a microchip in the hand, microchip in the head, enforced Sunday worship. But here's the thing about that. The mark of the beast is a part of the seven-year tribulation. You see, we will not see the mark of the beast since, like I said, it is a part of the seven-year tribulation. Because if you really think about it this way, so... If we are, since we are indeed pre-tribulation, and it teaches that Lord Jesus Christ will indeed deliver us from the wrath to come, we will not need to see it, because that itself is a part of it. Now, of course, like I said, I, I don't even know what it is, so I can't answer you that question. But, let me, let me ask you a serious question. Think of Sodom and Gomorrah. The righteous were not destroyed alongside the wicked. Do you really think God himself would do that to us in the New Covenant? And that is Old Testament. Old Testament. The righteous were not destroyed alongside the wicked. So let me put, let me put it to you this way. Let me put it to you like in, into perspective. So when we are born, of course, we are born into the human family with the flesh, which is, of course, the sin, the, this curse of sin that which inhabits the lives of men. So, from, because of that, we become children of wrath. And when we come to Jesus Christ to receive the forgiveness of our sins, God gives us the Holy Spirit and He cleanses us and He sets us apart. And we are no longer children of wrath. He is, he's taking us out along the family with the wicked and sending us aside with the family of the righteous. These are His people, His children. That's what he is doing to us right now. So, I hope this clears any... I know, it's a, I know it's quite a short podcast, but I just wanted to get straight to the point about this matter at hand and to show you biblical evidence that we are pre-tribulation, not post or anything of that other sort. But let me, have, let me put it to you another this way. Going back to what I was saying about since we are the Church of Christ. The Lord Jesus Christ told us to be ready. And alert, for he could return at any given second. Even when I'm re even when I'm recording this very podcast, he could return at any given second. We need to remain vigilant and aware. So, since we are his, since we are the church, we are his bride. And do you really think the Lord Jesus Christ Himself would put us through such a great and horrible time period to be alive? Basically, kind of to beat up his wife. Do you really think he would do something like that? If your answer is 
yes, then, my friends, I think you have the wrong understanding about the Lord Jesus Christ. But still, I hope this indeed does cover any, and maybe give, give you an idea. In like, I, like I said, if you, you can find the biblical evidence in the, what I basically, what I said, sorry, I'm getting out of hand with, with closing this, closing this podcast. But anyways, thank you so much for all, thank all of you for tuning in. And yeah, I will see you next time. God bless you all. Have a nice one.